to Chess Talk, episode 175. We're here. It's just three of us this time. Uh, very hungover Brittany. I've been more hungover. Not on Chess Talk, I don't think. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, constantly drunk. Who knows? I'm Cody, your host, and we have Rob the Robot remotely again, as per forever now. The alliteration <laughs> of that. That's a nice job. I like that. Yeah, I'm remote. And I'm forever. basically a robot. And Rob and I are playing chess through the internet. It's a marvelous thing. He just went first. <laughs> I sure died. This week we're going to be going over pretty much just movies. We're going to have some game talk in it, but we're going to be talking about Fantastic Beasts because we finally saw that. Uh, talk about our villain of the week. And we're going to talk about some trailers that came out. Uh, do you want to talk about what we've been up to first? Or just get right into topics because we got... How was your week, Cody? Did something happen? I don't know. Oh. I'm just asking how your week was. <laughs> no, I was like, I can't remember my week. It was fine. I finished my tattoo on my arm, so that was cool. Well, you finished part of it. I finished the main piece that I've had for almost two years at this point, I think. Yeah. So that's cool. Finally done with that. And I've just been... What? When are you going to do more on your sleeve? I don't know. Probably with my tax return when I have money. Yeah. After the holidays, that's my goal. Mm-hmm. But... Other than that, now I've just been playing games, listening to music. Rob and I played some games. I'm playing another game that I'll probably mention next week. That's it. Pretty chill week. Didn't have a bunch of TV shows to binge watch, so that was nice. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was falling behind on media. Mm-hmm. So, what about you, Britt? I was going to ask Rob how his week was. Well, I want to know about yours. I don't give yeah. a fuck about Rob. Brittany. Mm-hmm. I worked a lot this week. I went out for a coworker's birthday last night. No, I actually had fun until I woke up this morning. <laughs> That's usually what happens when That's, you go out. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. why you don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> it, w- it would have been fine if I just had more water. That's fun. What about you, Rob? What's What's been cracking oh, your Oh, let's see. Mm, when was the last time we talked? Last, last sun- Saturday? Last Sunday? Not much different. Uh, house is coming together. starting to look like a home. We had a first guest um, last night, and he was quite surprised for how much we have set up stuff. So I guess that's cool. I got my car licensed and registered, and that was not cheap. Start my job Monday. Uh, I got a haircut. I look like not a hobo anymore, which is nice. Was that a was that the state of your? Oh yeah, no, I was a hot mess. Yeah, when you don't have a job, why look good? Uh, excuse me, I didn't have. I had a job. I wasn't working the job. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. You're not pre- physically at a job going somewhere. So yeah, there's there's no reason to look decent. And then uh, I played. A bunch of Super Smash Ultimate the last like day and a half. Is it good? Worth the wait? I'll I'll talk about it a little bit in the podcast, but like yeah, it's 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 good. This is the podcast. <laughs> well, no, I mean like, where do you think about, we are right <laughs> now? When we talk about the games. We'll get like, oh, the game section. <laughs> My brain just exploded. <laughs> when we get on the pod, we get to really get in you know deep cuts later on. We'll, I'll talk about it. Well, okay. I mean, why don't we talk about games right now? Just get out of the okay. way. Okay. Yeah. Transition time. Super Smash. Smash okay. So basically. Smash him. Is, oh, you know it. The only thing I'm really disappointed about, uh, having there be like 70-something characters to play, you don't get a lot of them unlocked at all. You get just the original Smash characters from the first game. And then the online functionality is only four players. So you can't do like an eight-player match. So if you get eight friends, you got to basically take turns for each match. So to me, that that kind of was, was, was lame, given how it was set up. And I think it could be fixed if they did dedicated server structure but they didn't it's all like hosted by a player in your party um and there's not really a good way to invite people into your game there's like basically know that you're hosting a game and like go find your friend friend game but other than that it's very fun um they have the classic mode that everybody's familiar with where you just basically you fight through a roster of bad guys and then you fight a boss which is usually master hand uh, or master hands oh you or, mean like the single player mode the yeah. story mode yeah, so there's classic that mode, and then now there's also a like spirits, uh, I forget like world of light story mode, where you fight through like this big map of uh, enemies that are like variations with like spirits that manipulate kind of what they can do and their powers, and so that's kind of cool. I haven't really spent too much time on that because I'm just trying to unlock as many characters to just learn them all because there's 70 of them, or 74 of them. Really? Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of games or a lot of uh, characters. Yeah, this is like the biggest roster that Jeez. Smash has had. Yeah, it's uh, that's fun. It's pretty crazy, but um, I, I like it a lot. I'm probably gonna put a lot more time into it. I still haven't finished Pokemon, so I'm gonna probably try to go back and forth Wrap between that up. those. Yeah, because just there's just so yeah. much to do. It's good. I recommend it. 
Yeah, and then on the other gaming topic, we played uh, Divinity Original Sin uh, Thursday night. That was Thursday night, right? Yeah, because I, I hopped off and played Smash afterwards, so yeah, Thursday night. Yeah, and it's like a turn-based RPG. It's like Diablo. It's like loosely based on like the D&D systems where yeah. like, you have skills and stuff, and like your actions matter, and you gain different proficiencies in what you do. And it has like pretty good multiplayer. Like I was surprised at how seamless it was to have two people playing on this game, and like both of our decisions had impacts on dialogue and we could change the course of like what was going to happen so it was cool yeah I, I really enjoyed that aspect of it actually because that changes like for most games you play dialogue is just kind of a way to, to progress the narrative and it's really very linear that allowed you to actually kind of shape your story in a very D kind of fashion so like early early in the game you run across these two legionnaires and through your discussion you can choose to either fight them or have them take you with them to where you need to be and right. that that has an impact on later stuff. So and on top of that, you and I can disagree on what we want to do, and that changes our characters. Like we gain different like personality traits as yeah. our characters. Yeah. So I think it's cool that it's not like okay, you can't do anything until you agree. It's like no, you guys are different people. You're going to disagree, and your characters are going to reflect that. Very autonomous. And so uh, where we left off that night was Fuck I. <laughs> I decided as my battle mage to start being a thief, and I literally stole thousands of gold worth of stuff through all the people's homes. And eventually, I got, for, through an unrelated uh, thing, got arrested. So my character yeah, is very... didn't have anything to do with you being a thief or anything. It's just you were minding your own business. And no, 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 no. Okay, this is what I was trying to explain when we were playing. So I, I was stealing things, but the reason I got uh, <laughs> I got arrested is we were doing this kind of storyline where it's a, a murder, and you're trying to figure out who the murderer is. And we yeah, find out who meanwhile, was. he's doing all of this. I'm actively trying to solve the murder, and I'm doing the story, and he's just in people's fucking houses hey, stealing paintings. You know what? I That's I found, how you I, get arrested. I dude. found a bloody knife, but no, I got arrested because the the guard at that person's home saw me try to open this door because I was trying to open the door. I didn't know why. I, I'm like, why can't I go in here? And so I did it twice. Because it's like, someone else's home. Yeah, it was literally like their back room, and it's like red. Like when you highlight to go into it, it's red. It's like don't fucking do this. So the first two times I did it intentionally, I'm like, okay, this should open. I was an opening, and so the guy's like, hey, stop it. And so the second time, I'm like, hey, but clearly this I shouldn't be going in here. And then we come back later on as as Cody has worked through this. Uh, the story progress the story he's, he's done the work um i'm clicking around the room just kind of like looking at stuff and i accidentally click on the door and he rest, i get arrested by a guard and i'm like oh fuck so, so the one time you weren't actively trying <laughs> no. to steal no. You're just a i misclicked and then mm -hmm. i got i got arrested that's so funny I, you know what i was really just trying to get resurrected in scrolls because cody kept dying and i wanted to make sure he would get I did resurrected. once he did twice we used i used both of them on you because they are the, no, you died once, and then I died once. Was it? Oh, maybe. Maybe yeah. oh, that, that's right. That was the first the first playthrough that happened. Second playthrough, we both got killed by trolls. Yeah, because the weird part about it is when you play multiplayer, the person who creates the game session they pick both classes, and we didn't realize that because when you start a character, yeah. like you have to make two characters, and so we were like, okay, we're just gonna have four. So he made his just whatever didn't really think about it and then i started playing and i was like i don't really want to be this so we started it over yeah which we realized i realized the second playthrough too um right after we had gotten past the initial like training dungeon where it's told you how to kind of how it works there's a way to yeah. skip that entirely we just go straight into yeah the story. But, you know i wanted the experience so yeah, yeah. yeah the combat's cool i yeah. like that it's action point based so like you can do multiple things or you can move around and position better and the enemies have to respond based on how you're moving and you can like if you're quick enough you can get spells off and attack them before combat actually starts and so they start at like a disadvantage which is cool i know one of the combats rob started by knocking me prone and so i started the combat just lying down and the boss just fucking wailed on me so that was cool yeah i was trying to cast a buff on him and i used because they're basically the same uh, icon but one's purple one's orange and i hit him with the uh so the offensive i was just ability. sitting there and then all of a sudden a huge glowing fist just slams me into the ground <laughs> and it so said funny. fall <laughs> I was like, Rob, what the fuck? Is it like a same kind of combat as like WoW, where it's like hmm. clicking buttons and? Well, the video games. That's like Diablo. It's more like Diablo and like the okay. combat. Like I only you, played Diablo once years ago. You have like an action bar of like abilities, and then like you click, and you can either just like attack, or you can cast spells, or when I mm -hmm. play the fighter, you can like charge. It's just, it's mm -hmm. yeah, it's clicking and buttons, but it's not, it's not, it's turn based, so mm. it's not. You click and it does it. 
it's like you click on your turn and then you can do it and then you wait while everyone else does their turn so it's like final fantasy meets wow meets diablo yeah that's, it's closer to diablo or poe yeah yeah it's turn-based diablo that's the best way to okay yeah i can show you if you are actually curious it just sounds funny i like picture you trying to play the game and rob dicking around the whole time yeah unintentionally once once we got into the city like i I saw him a couple times if that he was just gone as soon as like we started the mission he was like oh i can steal and that's all he did (laughs) oh my god you're the worst I did get us some cool loot, though. I got a couple epic items. Before or after you got arrested? Before. Before uh, I don't have them anymore, because obviously my As of right stolen. now, he's arrested. I'm sitting in a jail We left so. off with him in jail. That's so funny. <laughs> he's singing with his little tin can. It's a pretty cool way of uh, getting out of jail. You can either have someone let you out, or um, if that's the meet requirements, or you can talk to this demon, and they will take away some abilities that you have, like uh, different stats. They'll remove one level of it. Um, but I'm afraid to do that because my follower, I promised him not to make any deals with demons. And oh. So I'm. that's why I'm like trying to figure out, like, is there a way to get out of there without doing that? So. Yeah, because you can pay a thousand gold to get out. Yeah. Can I have a thousand gold in the chest. If you, can, if you can steal the chest of gold, then, <laughs> okay. you know. You're going to make me a thief? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not going to make you do anything, but if you just want me to come out, you know, it's, it's how, yeah. that's what it costs. I want you to come out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so... That's our adventures in gaming. I'm sure we'll play more of that. And I would like have to have more tales of Rob being Rob. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, very likely. We should record this though. I don't think I'll, re- I think I'll record it or stream it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Whatever you want to do. Funny. Yeah. Okay. So there's there's game talk. Now we're gonna get into some trailers. I figure we could talk about Captain Marvel. Get that out of the way. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That that piece of garbage from this week. Well, I mean, it came out, and I was like, oh, whatever, yeah, I'll watch it. And then Avengers came out, and I was like, well, I don't give a fuck about Captain Marvel now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I wa- we watched the trailer before we recorded this, and I was watching, and I was like, I want to see the movie less now yeah. after seeing this trailer. Like, I think that's why the they waited trailer, so long. Yeah, the first trailer gave me like enough information to be like, okay, I'm interested to see what happens. And this one was like, here's more of that information. I'm like, yeah, but you're still not telling me anything, and now I'm just angry. Yeah, if... If it wasn't for this podcast, I never would have watched it, and I would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But Rob wanted to watch it, and I was like, okay, yeah, let's watch it. And now I'm like, uh, I, I just want to see the movie. What did you yeah. think of the trailer, Rob? I, I, I think the trailer is kind of what you're describing. It's more of the same. I, I just like that we got more of the the uh, scrolls to get a, b- a better picture of like what they look like right. as characters. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't give a shit about all the really cool Captain Marvel appearances. I think they should have saved that for the movie. Like yeah, like the weird the like space battle with yeah. her like shooting. I was like, this is really cool, but like I would have wanted to just see this in the movie. Yeah. Like it would have been so much cooler if I saw it on a big screen. Yeah, I it, mean, it, it will be cool still. I I, I think. And yeah. so in contrast here, so I think this is like really indication of how not to do a second trailer. In so Marvel's Captain Marvel's first trailer was very good. It's very similar to the uh, Avengers Endgame trailer where it's gives you some information but not very much you don't know what's going to happen and it's weird seeing that skill for that first trailer is always so good and the second trailer is always gives way too much information away it's because they don't need to make multiple trailers because you if you make multiple trailers eventually you have to start revealing points of the story otherwise why are you just rehashing action shots you know right so i think the entire two three trailer thing that has been prevalent with movies lately it's like it's so frustrating mm-hmm. and with avengers like i'm straight up not watching any more trailers oh that that's what i was gonna get to is yeah because it's just gonna ruin it i like when movies have like a minute long teaser mm-hmm. where like you don't know what it is if unless you see the title of the fucking video and you're just like oh shit the hype and then like a couple months before the movie comes out they release a full trailer and then that's it. That's what I want. Yeah. That's all I want. I, I mean, mean, do we have anything else to say about Captain Marvel? No, because we're talking about Avengers now. So it's clearly okay. indi- indicates I mean, yeah. exactly what we all feel about it. I Captain Marvel. Yeah, I'm still... I think Brie Larson looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just wish they could save those reveals for the film itself. Like, seeing that, like, pop up. Like, even, like, uh, for example, Thor Ragnarok. Like, there are some scenes the they showed in the trailer. The Hulk coming out. Like, we didn't know Hulk was in it until we saw that trailer. Like, it was a very yeah. big yeah. mystery because it's mostly CGI. And it would have made that movie 
or that part in the movie so much cooler when yeah. you yeah. figure out who his champion is. We yeah. talked about it. Yeah, so it, exactly. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah. and it really comes down to it's just the marketing. They need to meet a certain level of profit for these films, and so they need to spend a lot of money on marketing to get that return, which is weird because you're spending money to make more money, and it doesn't always correlate. So it, it's just we, this weird cycle, and they all seem to do it, and it always seems to miss the mark, at least for movie for me as a moviegoer. But for like Britney's point on like it's cool if they don't just throw too much out there and yeah. like they just drop a t- trailer and that's it. I think that's what Avengers did really well is like they didn't even put the title of the fucking movie yeah. in the video. It mm-hmm. was just Avengers. Yeah. And then as you watch it, it says Avengers Endgame and you're like, oh shit. So I think it's like they can make good trailers and they know how to do it right, but they just can't do it consistently, I guess. I don't know if that's the issue. I just... Yeah, and I might because it it varies from movie to movie. Like Avengers is one of the movies, I think, due to the the runtime of it, which I'm totally I'm totally hoping is three hours, but we'll see. Because the Russo brothers just put out a thing about the the death of two hour movies. I'm hoping that because it is a longer movie, they have more material that is kind of meaningless when it's cut into a trailer. But I'm doubting it. I think they're really gonna try to hype it up. Well, yeah, that's how I felt the trailer was. It's like okay, like it showed a bunch of stuff, but there's no context to it, so I didn't get anything spoiled. It's really just a lot of like single actor shots, and yeah. then with. Um, Tony Stark obviously at the start and then Black Widow and Captain America talking that's really it yeah. the only kind of like reveal I guess is that Ant-Man shows up in the movie but we all knew that yeah it would have been cool to well, see it happen just in the movie but Hawkeye's his other personality Ronin, Ronin yeah now. he's Ronin he's cool because arrows are cool and swords and he guys. Got, he's got a mohawk type of updo thing yeah I, I, I think he's a fucking stupid character but whatever like <laughs> It's fine. He's very, he's a very, he's very accurate. That's all he is. That's what Michelle and I were talking about because uh, she watched the trailer on lunch because I talked to her about it, mm-hmm. and she was like, "I don't get Hawkeye. Like, what's his power? He doesn't have powers, right?" And I'm like, "No, he can just shoot really good, and he's standing next to a his little... power is being a really good dad. He's standing. Fuck you. He's a literal Norse god next to him, and he's like, I have bows. Yeah." <laughs> It's just, I, I'm never going to care about Hawkeye. He should have died in Age of Ultron. That's what should have happened. I don't think he should die. I just think he should stay with his family. But this is probably like his family got snapped. Yeah, that's. And then. Yeah, yeah that's what happened. But if he had. to try to avenge them and then maybe die in this one. Age of Ultron would have been so much better if I've. No, I've talked about this before because that was the movie you saw his family and he got the emotional ties and then you introduced these new heroes. And then at the end. Boom, Hawkeye dies, Quicksilver lives, oh my god, it's a huge emotional thing, and now you get this new hero that you can develop on. Yeah. That would have been a much more fitting ending for Hawkeye. Instead, we get this, which, whatever, I'm sure it'll be cool. I think that, if we're going to break this down, I think that was maybe more of a challenge with the Fox-Disney kind of franchise separation. They didn't want to go in on a character that necessarily they could develop later on as a X-Men character versus a... Uh, Marvel Avengers character. I think the payoffs there though, because they get to develop and uh, they get to develop a more deep arc with uh, Hawkeye. And I think I was talking about this with Madeline. Madeline's my wife. For those of you who don't know, um, she's been on the podcast. You. Oh, that's right. Okay, cut that out. Cause I'm stupid. <laughs> Not staying in. No, <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> one of the things we talked about is like there's that Transformers had this with like the action fatigue where it's just just constant like action, action, action. Yeah. And there's no like real emotional depth. I think Marvel is, is approaching this or has started to deal with this challenge of these characters that it's just they're more than just action heroes. They have depth. Um, they kind but of I think di- that's the point of the solo movies. Like Avengers is supposed to be this huge like action climax where it's the solo movies. That's where like all the exposition and like the character building is supposed to happen, at least to me. No, it does. But that's what I'm saying. Like the, when it, this is like the, the technically the fourth Avengers like uh, ensemble film. Like with Iron Man 3, they actually developed a lot of depth of character for Tony Stark. And it's obviously showing now more so in this next film. I think why they're doing this with uh, Hawkeye is to really show that it's more than just beat em up bad guy stuff there really is like the human element of this struggle and they want to make it a little bit deeper than just like hey i've got superpowers i can fuck everybody up so yeah i'm sure this movie is like the first half is going to be the fallout of what thanos did and like the emotional like devastation that happened to not only the avengers but like earth so i think if they make the 
Defenders 4, they can't have it just be a full action movie. Like, I'm right. sure it's going to be a lot of story, which I'm fine with. Like, give me three and a half hours of Russo Brothers goodness. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Joss Whedon. And I think, oh God, I think that's why they kept uh, Ronan or Jer- Jer- Jeremy Renner around just for this, this character. Just to give a little more depth of, of gravity. Because we don't really, we don't know any other of the characters like family. Every other character is kind of all-encompassing except for Tony. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. they all like don't have a family, right? And so I think he's he's that's that's his, yeah. I think yeah. I think Renner's character is is tying that down to reality or in the sense like this sucks deeply. Now that you mention that, I'm wondering like is are Hawkeye and Ant Man gonna die because they're the two like family guys and like they were waiting for this movie to kill them off? Imagine how out of left field that would be if I don't want both of them to die. I think a lot of people are probably gonna die in this movie. I know, but like I don't know. I find Ant Man funny. Yeah, it would make you really sad, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. it? It wouldn't surprise me if Renner dies, to be totally honest. I think of Hawkeye as die. like that blank slate that everyone can project themselves onto. Like, I definitely No, just can't. to like, he doesn't have superpowers, so like maybe he's the most relatable for yeah, us viewers to be like, I could be an Avenger and it makes you feel good. I don't know, maybe that's his purpose. People are People are greater than the sum of their parts. Like anybody can come together as a group and do good. To help everybody, even if you don't have any extraordinary ability, we are—we were all Hawkeye. That's it. <laughs> we are. We're, we're all. We're all, all Stefan. Rob, it's your turn. I can't ping you, otherwise I would have. So why can't you ping me? I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm—I'm I'm excited, but I, I am going to do a blackout on Avengers. Like I'm just—I'm not going to watch any theory videos. I'm not going to watch anything. And I also said that like after this movie, I'm probably not going to watch any Marvel films. Just given. I that. was considering that. Like I was thinking, like, can I after Avengers four? Can I finally put it to rest? Like, because mm-hmm. I. Cause I it just feels weird, like devoting yourself to just to eternity, like a movie franchise. Like eventually, there has to be a finale to it. Speaking of devoting an eternity to a franchise, yeah, <laughs> just I mean, kidding. <laughs> no, that's, that's a, a teaser that's, for that's a perfect segue to. Okay, so speaking of devoting an eternity to a franchise, <laughs> so we saw Crimes of Grindelwald because we're it's, super a, it's actually a Grindelwald. It's ger- it's Germanic. Grindelwald. See, but. <laughs> In the books, Grindelwald's <laughs> supposed to be like from not Bulgaria, but Nuremberg, that, Albania. I think I think it's actually Bulgaria because in Goblet of Fire in the book, uh, or no, it's Deathly Hollows in the book. Victor Crumb gets really angry when he sees the Deathly Hollow symbol because it's associated with Grindelwald, and he like killed a bunch of Bulgarians. So I think he was like big in that part of the country or that part of the the world when he was at power so i don't like that johnny depp is portraying him with a british accent Bulgaria. Well, I mean, that's what every foreign person ever in american movies is just british looking at pottermore and on the potter wikipedia it does not state where he's born only where he was raised yeah. Okay. This is this is such a weird tangent for how much we have to go over with this movie. Spoilers for Crimes of Grindelwald because we're gonna spoil it because the because. biggest issues with this movie are the spoilers. Yeah. So check the link dump if you haven't watched it or if you don't want it spoiled because we're about to get into it. And three, two, one. Fuck this movie. <laughs> I was did, I was underwhelmed. Did Grindelwald just vape <laughs> World War Two? Oh my god. <laughs> That was in the Reddit thread. I lost my What the shit. fuck was that? That was like the weirdest shit. I audibly groaned in the theater. It was so stupid to me. Yeah, I, I'm sure by the time this episode comes out, like people have heard all the complaints there is to have about this movie and we're late on the train, but we it's are. just... it's. But we're going to complain still. That's that's what we do here. We complain. Wait, wait, wait. No, no. Um, I don't want to do that. Take it back. Okay, oh, fine. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> Oh, Jess. Okay. <laughs> yes. I'm having the wrong fucking move. Anyway. My biggest issue with this movie is that I just don't care about the characters. Yeah. And they try to make you care about these other, essentially, side characters with Lita. Like, in, I feel like Credence is a pretty heavy side character, but this entire movie revolved around Lita and Credence. And I'm like, but I don't care about them. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't help that Newt has no ties to them or what's happening to them. So the character that the audience is supposed to like get behind and like see the actions of like he doesn't care Mm -hmm. so it's like how am i supposed to care about anything that's happening in this movie when newt just like i'm autistic i like animals yeah that's that's (laughs) newt so uh, i think go ahead ahead. no no you're good because you're bigger you're a big fan i am she's a big fan of harry potter it's the the potter verse (laughs) 
Okay, it's anyway. the Wizarding World. No, this is Potterverse. Oh, I I got so mad when that came up at the uh, beginning yeah. of the movie. I was like, is this a fucking thing now? Is yeah, this for yeah. Marvel? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was on the first Fantastic Beast. Yeah. I didn't pay attention. I watched the Fantastic Beast first one yesterday before the movie, and it was so boring. Anyway, what I was going to say is I feel like the one thing this movie did okay at was Newt's development from the beginning when, you know, his brothers, like, put together, got a job, trying to get his younger brother, who's a little bit of a screw-up a job, and he's like, no, I don't take sides. And, like, his whole part, like, story in the movie was realizing, like, even if you aren't, like, you don't want to take a side, there comes a time when you have to. I thought they did that a really good job with that development for him where it's like yeah i might not want to be involved in this but i don't want to be on grindelwald's side so i have to take a side but do you think that was just because newt was like i don't want to be on his side or do you think it's because oh my god grindelwald killed lita and now i'm against him i don't know uh, so i, I think hope that's it's like that's he realizes what... this guy is not good and me just sitting off on the sidelines being like i don't want to i don't care i don't want to be a part of this I can't do that anymore. I, I think it was aside. it was because Lita killed. You think it's because of Lita? Because he like he had a reaction to that, like he screamed, and that's when he started going after. Like that is what came across to me. I didn't give a so, fuck about Zoe Kravitz. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in here because I, I think what yeah. Cody said a minute ago about not caring about Lita, I think that is a a misstep by the writers of the first two film, this film and the current film. In the books, they talk about Newt and Lita and kind of the what impact. Books? Harry Potter. They talk about that relationship very briefly. What? No, they don't. Yeah, I remember reading. I remember reading it a long time ago. No, I have just recently read all the books. Lita Lestrange doesn't exist. She is not a person. She is not a person. And Newt Scamander is. He's, he's mentioned when he's on their list of required reading. That's it. They are not part of the books, Rob. Are you sure? Where did I? Then where did I'm I read very it? sure. You probably read like the oh. stage, like or the like the book adaptation of the movie. That they like to do, yeah, or like, like the, the screenplay, the Broadway script. Maybe they I don't are know. not in the original books. There, I eventually I was gonna say these movies would be better if they had just done books and then turn them, them into movies. Yes, because J.K. Rowling's writing the screenplays. She's right? the screenwriter. She doesn't understand pacing. Yeah, it's this movie. They mentioned this on the Funhouse podcast. Like this movie, it feels like just a setup like how i felt jessica jones season two like in retrospect it's probably going to look better mm -hmm. after another season comes out because yeah. this is like a developmental season mm -hmm. whereas this movie it's like okay once all five movies are out you're going to look back and be like oh okay it was cool to see like the lore and why all these things happen but mm -hmm. while you're watching the movie you're like nothing's happening but the first movie felt the same way so what are they setting it up for yeah that's the, that's the other thing i'm confused about why is it five films because money. money. Well, I mean, I mean, obviously that. But as like a fan, like the first film, at least it felt it felt self-contained, entertaining to yeah. like, introduce yeah. into Newt Scamander, the guy who wrote a book that Harry Potter read in high in Hogwarts. Okay, that's cool. cool. I know. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah, I guess you're right. Leader was. I don't know where I'm thinking from that they developed that relationship. Maybe they, they touched on it in the first movie. With... I think they touched on it briefly yeah. in the first movie. Yeah, because as we started watching the second one, I was like, wait, who is who is she? I was like, I get that she's like the fiance, but I don't remember her at all from the first movie. Yeah. So that I was, I was really confused for the first bit, and I was like, okay, I guess they were like love interest when they were kids, or so, I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think what what happened, and they touched on it briefly, was that um, they were in school together, they were friends, which they showed in the second film because Newt was weird and she was weird for their own circles, and then something happened that Lita did, uh, attack like doing something to another student, and then Newt she wiped away her mouth. No, no, no! It wasn't that. She, it's she just hexed her. It was a, it was a hex or some sort of like animal thing, and Newt took the blame for it and got kicked out of school. So is that what happened? That's I'm pretty Where sure did... that's what happened. So I think oh, he, he... that was like an offhanded comment. Yeah. That's right. I think Dumbledore mentioned that. I don't. Remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, I think in the in the book, maybe that's, that's what I'm thinking of is that that happened, but the, they they tied it together what with book? Lita. I may, or in the first, I don't know. About? I don't know. I, I, it's been it's been a minute since I read the books. Maybe I'm just kind of conglomerate. It's not in the books. I, I promise you. There is no book about these characters no, no, in this no. movie. Newt. I'm Newt. I'll hand a comment about Newt. I'm saying he got I think he got out of school. Or maybe I'm thinking of Hagrid. Anyways, uh, I think in the first <laughs> in the first film is what it, really what I'm getting at is that they did a very poor job of developing that connection, and then they kind of yeah. shoehorned it into the second film to make you care. 
more. And that's part of the problem. It's like, it feels like that, that DC kind of jumbling together to create the, the, uh, uh, Justice League. They did. They tried too hard to create a thing out of this, and now I felt very underwhelmed watching the second film. Like I, I, I feel like the the ending of this film tried to do what the Avengers did, where it felt like the gravity was crazy amount of impact of what this act was, but it just wasn't there. I was like, okay, this is cool, I guess. Care about the climax? I was like, I don't want to just see a bunch of CGI fire fighting CGI fire dragons. I was like, this see, means nothing. They're to trying me. to yeah, just exactly. recreate that, like. Uh order of the phoenix fight between voldemort and dumbledore that was so fucking cool in the ministry of magic yes they I, were trying to recreate that kind of feeling but no one gave a shit about any of the characters so it wasn't that cool yeah. in order of the phoenix it was like this is like voldemort's first real fight back to life and this is dumbledore like fuck you you're not hurting because there was build up there was so much buildup to it. Whereas this, like, I didn't care about anything. Like, when Queenie switched sides, I was like, okay, okay, goodbye. Like, yeah. I Deuces. get fucked, nerd. Like, okay. I'm uh, Kowalski I'm, analysis. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> upset, but I'm I'm really not. Get it because that's his name. Yeah, no, I got it. It's, yeah. it's great. No, I. <laughs> that was the Queenie, Jacob, Kowalski thing. Like that was not even. I didn't care. So in the video that I watched yesterday with you, the 15 dumb things about. <laughs> Fantastic Beast. Yeah, by like Lindsay Nicholson, right? Jen, Jenny Nicholson, uh, not Lindsay Ellis. It'll be in the. It'll be in the link dump because it's a very funny, good video. Yeah. She mentions how the plot would have been better in the beginning when Queenie and Jacob showed up to Newt's house, when he realized that um, Jacob was enchanted. It would have been much more believable if everything about their relationship had been enchanted because he shouldn't have gotten his memories back. That, that, the very start of the movie, they were like, oh yeah, you remember what happened at the end of the last movie? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We need him in this movie so he didn't get obliviated. I was just like, what the fuck? That's what they did with Credence too. No, Credence, no, Credence, I disagree with that one. Uh, Credence, there is definitely kind of a hint that he's not dead. With Kowalski, Mm -hmm. this is totally like a retcon. Yeah. They don't. They don't. Yeah. They don't. Because because like, the obscurial is different. That we've not really encountered that in any of the fr- the the material, which I may have made up in my head or not. Um, you did. <laughs> we, we may. <laughs> we've not encountered these things, so they, it's kind of an open season there. They can write uh-huh. it how they want. With Kowalski, the obliv- obliviating is fairly consistent, and then they she retconned that, just like making Dumbledore gay or any of those other things that they've slowly changed. All of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the Gus Johnson video is the, is really funny. Because uh, he he does it's that. So it's true because she's like trying to like be more inclusive, but it's like would, for to what to what end? So um, it'd be fine if she did it in the beginning. Yeah. Like, it, it, no, I agree. Yeah, it's it's uh it's frustrating because then it changes the existing universe franchise that you've you've made. Like you've made what eight films, seven films. In, this is the ninth film. Yeah. So, so, so the original the original tenth franchise film. was seven films. So like you have a six ex- ex- eight. eight films. What do you mean? No, I'm saying of ju- they split the, the seventh book. Yeah. Into two movies. Yeah. Okay. Eight. So, so it was eight films. You have those eight established films that are based on a book. Now you're taking all of that material and just saying, you know what? No, we're gonna do something different. And I think yeah. she's yeah. hurting herself and her 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 believability with these films by trying credibility. To, yeah. Thank you. By trying to like rearticulate what she did originally, it doesn't make it fun. It makes it more frustrating because you're like. That suspe- this is suspending my dis- my disbelief already because now you're lying to me about what you've said before. And I think mm-hmm. on top of that, like another issue I have is like Hogwarts, you could believe like this world exists because it's pretty much just at Hogwarts or happening in like magic places. It's very yeah. like, like the ministry. It's like, okay, yeah, no one's going to notice that. But this is like it happened in New York and now it happened in Paris. By the way, mm-hmm. it didn't matter where it happened. You saw like nothing of Paris, just like Eiffel Tower in the background essentially, mm-hmm. which – I was like, why the fuck does it have to be in Paris? It all looks the same. Yeah. And then it's like, how can you have this huge fiery bomb going off in the middle of Paris with magic and a giant cat dragon just <laughs> storming around the city mm-hmm. and then just wipe everyone's minds? Like, how, how can you keep magic contained in this world? Which clearly it was contained because in the Harry Potter world, it's not like there they was They have this... strict laws about showing yourself as the magic to a muggle. Like... God, it's just, I don't get how they can just keep doing these things in open cities and just be like, eh, and everyone forgot about it. Yeah. Magic. It's Maybe special. it's their way of, like, showing that this is Why? in the 20s and they haven't 
fine-tuned all of their secrecy laws and practices which is fair i don't think they're going i don't think that's the case no i don't think so either i think i'm justifying it for no reason but then it's like then why can't muggles and wizards be together if it's like well we just don't care at this point like why is it an issue yeah so it's only not okay in america the only thing i can think of that rationalizes it is that okay these things happen over periods of time that's why you get these weird stories like the kelpie is a real a fictional beast that we talk about in 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 irish folklore or scottish folklore that makes sense like people see it they talk about it, it becomes part of you know muggle history or, or lore so maybe maybe what all of this is then is uh i'm saying is this a lot that these experiences that people see and are obliviated up for there are people who aren't getting obliviated and so, therefore, that's where these other stories of people that can do magic, witchcraft, all that kind of stuff takes place because they just miss some people. So maybe th- it's it's a stretch, but that's that's just kind of what it potentially could maybe be. Maybe the next movie is when Bigfoot appears. Maybe or the Yeti or the win- the. Uh... I mean, the last one had Thunderbird, which I think is like a Native American yeah. like folklore creature. Yeah, it's a uh, it's actually it's funny because it's in Utah or something else, and Phoenix has got like. Uh, Thunderbird stuff all over it. Uh, I don't know. And then we get not even touch talk yeah, about I wanna... like McGonagall, like that whole issue. She wasn't even alive. I know. Yeah, I th- I think people are just going under the assumption that it's not Minerva. It has to be another McGonagall. There's it better fucking be. There's a no McGonagall. other reason why they would just blatantly get Fuck the that up. yeah counter. Like there's no way that they would let this happen. So what, when was this film? This is what 1937, 27. 27. 27. McGonagall was born in 1925. I looked it up yesterday. Okay, so, if she, so she would have been two years old. So, well, no, even further because th- that was like a flashback. So it happened. Was it? Yeah, this is when like um, Lita and Newt were in Hogwarts. No, because that was the same scene when they put those like magic cuffs on Dumbledore. Well, she was in both. So she was in the flashback too. Yes, but the scene when they came to visit dumbledore and yes. talked to him and then mcgonagall came in was the scene when they put the magic cuffs on yes. him which dumbledore was in the Al- albus or yes aurelius albus oh fuck you <laughs> yeah but she was also in the past too yeah so yeah when lita um cursed her the children were running that was mcgonagall yes it was oh the same my God. so there's there's no way that it's actually minerva it has to be another mcgonagall there could be did you look that up on potterverse or was it another site Pottermore. Potter, yeah. oh, sorry, Pottermore. I would say if it wasn't there, it could have just been a, a um, inconsistency with writing, which sometimes can happen, and she just, you know, fucked up there. Because Dumbled, uh, Albus is about 120 years old um, when he dies. So there, I thought he was like 150. It's the, if you Google it, it says 150, but there's a link right below it that says from uh, Wikipedia that talks about the age approximately. But even still, 100, 120 years old is, is totally reasonable for McGonagall to, uh, or, sorry, Minerva to have existed in that time. Um, given her age in the the films and in the books, but it's la- it's getting to the point now. It's just lazy writing. It's not being consistent because money, more or less. I guess. So speaking of the lazy writing, the biggest issue people have is the Dumbledore reveal. I'm not even gonna explain it because it's way too long. Like it, um, the 15 dumb things video video. Like it talks about like you can't even spoil it because you have to explain so much before you can get to the Dumbledore reveal of Credence that it's just like I don't want to bother with it. Mm-hmm. It's just it I'm if it's not a plot that Grindelwald is lying to Credence that no, he's legitimately a Dumbledore then the the spoiler is that basically Credence is Dumbledore's long-lost brother allegedly. Supposedly. Yes. That's what Grindelwald told Credence. Yes. So, don't know if we should believe him or not, but it's presented to us as fact, so we have to take it as fact for the time being. As they were building up to that reveal, I could kind of tell where they were going with it, because they kept flashing to Jude Law's Dumbledore, and I was getting more and more frustrated. And then as soon as he said Aurelius, I started like putting the recliner down on my chair so we could walk out the second it was over. Because I was so done. Yeah. To me, I, I get from a plot standpoint why that makes sense. What? what How? Well, cause it, Explain. So the only thing that makes sense is like someone's got to bring work. down one of them. And so for Grindelwald's perspective, that's his fighter more or less. Like that's what that makes sense. Like you're going to train this dude to say, hey, 
Albus fucked you over. He's your brother. He doesn't want you to be around for whatever reason. And so he's trying to, you know, manipulate him, which which makes sense. Like, that's something that's reasonable because they can't allegedly fight each other. But from a continuity perspective, it makes zero sense. Absolutely yeah. no sense. So It doesn't make sense. There's yeah. no way that he could be a legitimate brother of Dumbledore. No. People have done the math on, like, his mom would have been too old or dead by the time Credence is born because he's mm-hmm. supposedly 18 or 19. Think yeah, he's somewhere in because yeah, Dumbledore yeah. Albus is like I think in his thirties, or no, he's even in his forties around. The he's t- probably at least like forty. Yeah, he was born in 1889. Doesn't make sense for him to be a brother. It would have made more sense if he was like, Co- what like a cousin son or cousin. If he was Dumbledore's like maybe like an illegitimate son somehow, like that would have been an interesting like they could develop. I would hate on that, that, but it would least, make more sense in the timeline. It would make more sense in the timeline, and it's something that they could expand on and show, and like it yeah. would make sense for Dumbledore to not yeah, mention it, it in it, the Harry Potter books. It can't be a brother. The, yeah. It can't be a brother. So it's just like okay, so if he's lying, then it's like the dumbest lie to the audience, and it's just making everyone mad. But I think that's probably what it is because. JK Rowling fucking sucks now. Yeah. I, I think did, or did she always suck? No, I, I think she The napkin. <laughs> the napkin, Cody. I think the the challenge is here, the time it took her to write the Harry Potter books was much further expanded. It took I think what, like nine years to get them all out. So she was able to like go in, edit, fix things, and kinda edit the pacing as she went along to kind of make it work. I think now the cycle of you know, writing, production, filming, release is so much tighter. There's not a lot of work going into the script. They're playing faster and looser because they can't. Because it's a different franchise, more or less, and they can do what they want. I think she had the benefit in the past of time, and now she doesn't. I think you're right, but I also think she's the worst. I think more people should step in and be like, this doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Or... She needs less creative control. <laughs> yeah. But it's and, her book, so she can do whatever she wants. And again, it's another thing where it's like, this movie's going to be less shitty once the rest are out, because you're going to see the entire story. But for right now, it's just it's leaving such a bad taste mm-hmm. in everyone's mouth. My mouth, everyone's mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like. This eh. is why I avoided watching these movies. And now I ruined see, it for I, you. I enjoyed the first one. I think it was a very good self contained film that you just. I think it was, it was fine. It was boring. I, it wasn't bad. It was boring. I disagree. I disagree but that, that it's, everyone has their own enjoyable things for films. And, yeah. so, and that's fine. I, I think that they could have just done a far better job executing the second film because Kowal- Kowalski, whatever the fuck his name is. Kowalski. Like. Jacob. J- Jakey Boy. He could have Jake Daddy. just not been around, and I would have been better. They could have made a, made it a brother brother film, or they could have done something with, I don't know, some other character, or not had a character. Let Newt do Newt, and let him do his own yes. thing. Because there's too many characters going Newt on. Newt is movie. the only good character to me. Uh, yeah, I think I, I, I think, think he's I think Eddie boring. Ray, he is. That, that's that's the character though. He is a boring yeah. bookish beast nerd. Autist. He's a furry. I mean, it's that's that's what he's into, yeah. and it works. <laughs> You heard it here. Newt's commander is a furry. But it works. You know what I mean? Like that, it, you can believe that because we had we had Dumbledore who was like very studious and academic, and then you have you know Trelawney who's like you know crazy into predictions, shit like that, or tries to be. So it it works for their little wheelhouse. When you start to expand it to like buddy cop, because that's what the movie became was like a buddy cop film. It loses some <laughs> lack of a better term. It loses its magic. Like it doesn't become special. And then the the, the whole Queenie subplot to me was just asinine to say the least. It, did, it didn't make sense, like, really, like, shoehorning Kowalski in to shoehorn Queenie in to create this uh, arc for her and Tina, is her name? Yeah. So create that arc there. And then the Lita thing, I mean, I'm like, yeah, I, I get Ugh. I get it there. And then the fact that, like, they did that am- ambiguous, like, look at the brothers saying I love you to kind of throw that into <laughs> conflict of who is she really looking at? Like, I, I rolled my eyes I know, so I'm like... Yeah, I don't care. I, I just didn't get it. I, I don't know. I feel like... <sighs> they just... Wanted to have so much in this movie, probably to set up the next one, and then no one had motivations, nothing was logically happening. It was just like, well, we need him to be here, so let's just make this happen. Yeah, there was no point to this movie. I feel like nothing got accomplished. No. They got the blood thing, the blood pact thing. Cool. Which was... It felt like Deathly Hollows part one to me. Yeah. It's like, well, now the next movie is we have to go destroy this necklace. Wonder if there are other Horcruxes out there. 
that's what this feels like now. Do we have anything else to say about this? Are we good to let Don't this... Don't take my money anymore, J.K. Rowling. Fuck you. I'm, I'm Go just... right on your napkin. I'm just not going to see it when it comes in theaters. I'll just rent it or something else, because... Yeah, I don't plan on seeing this in any more of these in theaters. Fuck no. It's just, so. it's disappointing. What would we rate it out of 10, what? 10 vapes? World no. War Two vapes? No. Uh, I would say as a self-contained film, like a six, but as part of a franchise, like a four. After I left the movie, I would probably, I probably would have given it a six, but now as I've like dwelled on it, I'd probably drop it down to like a four. Just after I'm thinking about like how weird this movie was and the different things that they tried to do and the way they like manipulated the timeline and the characters that we're well established with it just it's a four i'll probably never watch it again wasn't that great wasn't as bad as like jurassic world it was entertaining like i wasn't bored i would say like the first opening scene with grindelwald escaping like that was really cool i thought it looked like shit i thought it was fun I thought it looked like what, what part, shit. It was part, why is it happening? When they were transferring Grindelwald from one prison to another. The first scene of the like, movie. Why aren't they apparating? Why aren't they using the flu network? Why does it have to be this dramatic fucking Thestral carriage? Opening scene. I did like that they had the Thestral, so I'm like, oh, that's right. It's that beast that you can only yeah, see if you've seen Death. You remember that thing from the last one? Yeah, it's cool. Total cop out. But hey, you know, there it is. That's my rating. Four. Okay. What's yours, Britt? I'm still trying to think of out of 10 what? 10. Out of 10. Waterfield carriages. Nifflers. Oh, the, those. I love those guys. They're cute. They're like, I think, one of the better They're parts cute. of the films. Which is sad. <laughs> it is. It's so sad. Which is really Actually, sad. I think the most CGI interesting thing. part of the film overall is always just the beasts that he has. Because it's like, that really, you can't you can't really do anything there to fuck that up too bad because we've not seen any of them before. And so they're all fresh and new and unique. Like the uh, the cat dragon thing. Reminds me of like Chinese New Year that they like you know parade around. That's what yeah, I think it was, that's what yeah. It was. It was a Chinese dragon, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I'm like that's cool. So what would you rate it? Three out of ten. Fuck yeah. this movie. That's where I expected. So there's that trash pile. Let's wrap this up with our villain discussion of the week. Oh, yeah, I forgot we were Tim talking Burton. About something else. I was just so in. Yes, I know. That's why we're moving on. This is why you don't make me watch. Fantastic Beast movies. Because <laughs> I will not stop talking about them. That's okay, though, because we're here to talk about things. It's your turn, Rob. Is it? I thought I went, uh, oh. Nope. That looks not good. I don't like that. We're talking about our villain of the week, Joker from 1989's Batman. And I've never seen this movie. I thought maybe I had seen this once upon a time. No, I've never seen this movie. Uh, Britt, you haven't seen this movie, right? I thought I had. I apparently only listened to Bat Dance, and I thought I saw the movie. Yeah, apparently. What about you, Rob? Have you seen this movie before? I saw it a long time ago. Okay. Oh, this movie was terrible to me. Man, yeah. Jack Nicholson was great, though. Yeah. It makes sense why he's on the list. Yes, he did such a good job he, with a terrible movie. He was the movie. Mm-hmm. He Because I didn't care about Michael Keaton. I thought he was a boring Batman that really did nothing. Yeah. He just... Kind of got the shit kicked out of him and then threw a couple guys off roofs. And then Kim Basinger as the damsel love interest. I didn't give a fuck about her. Kim Basinger. She was married to Alec Baldwin, right? Yes, she was. Oh, that's, that's, that's her good claim to fame, I guess. That's I exactly know. what I was going to say. No. <laughs> Sad. Apparently, Batman was her highest grossing film. Was this a success in the box office? I, I don't know, so. but it's probably, but it was her highest grossing film. Yeah, because this was the first of the Warner Brothers Batman movies, right? It did very well. A budget of $35 million in 89 and grossed uh, $411 million. God. Oh, my God. But this was, like, one of the first, like, Batman. I was going to say, it probably wrote on the, the tales of that and the and the era it came oh, out in. Fuck, who was the... Adam West. Adam West Batman. So I, that was in, like, so the I was gonna 60s. Say, yeah. I was going to say that uh, first, but... it reminds me a lot of the Adam West era Batman TV show. I think that's what they were but like. darker. Yeah, they were, like, basing it off of. Mm-hmm. And I was, the darkness of the movie, like, kind of caught me off guard. I was like, I can't imagine, like, parents taking their kids to go see this. Like, it mm-hmm. seems too grim to, yeah. like, show your kids. What's it rated? Probably R. PG-13. It's rated R? I think, I'm pretty sure. Oh, PG-13. There we go. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. I, I really liked that it was styled that way. Like, the mm-hmm. aesthetic of it was cool. Yeah, I like seeing Gotham City and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, how dark and different it like, was. in... The Nolan Batman's Gotham just looks like New York, but dirtier. 
if that's possible. But I mean, so that's what Gotham City kind of is. Yeah, but like it has this like. Feel yeah, well, I mean, like... Gotham City is New York. It's just called Gotham. That's nicknamed for New York. So I think it's just a mirror of that city. Well, it's a different. It's a city. different city. Yeah, yeah. Like but mirror, like, so it's like reverse. Everyone's wearing like zoot suits and pinstripe suits, and it has this weird feeling that it shouldn't be in this reality. Like it's a parallel universe, New York, and I like that feeling of it. Yeah, it was I fun. I think it's very like theatrical mm-hmm. in that way. Very comic so, booky. Yeah. So I like that they styled it that way. I like that so much more than how Nolan approached Gotham. But I think Nolan's movies were better. Yeah, I because in the Warner Brothers, there was no returning Batman, right? Like, each Batman movie had a different actor. Did they? Because George uh, Clooney was Batman, right? Yeah, George Batman Clooney, Val Ch- Kilmer, Michael Keaton, and... No, the sequel had uh, Keaton back. Really? Oh, there was a yeah. sequel? Batman yeah, Returns. Was... Yeah. Yeah, uh, returned, okay. and then forever was uh, that Val was Kilmer, Kilmer. and then <laughs> the classic Batman and Robin was uh, was uh, George Clooney. Yes. Okay. So there was one. Yeah. It was. I don't know, man. This is such a weird movie. I'm surprised it made that much money. I just like Joker, his insanity, and just my, what uh, Jack Nicholson's just portrayal of it. I think it was such a good casting. Just his constant. Was he insane, or was he just a like actual thug uh, mobster kind of character. I, I mean, think he I, was insane. Cause he was I, cause both. Because I, I, well, I think like if you look over to uh, – because there's a theory for the comic books. There's three different Jokers. Uh, I think he is the, the mobster, uh, you know, evil guy. And I think um, Ledger's one is the actual crazy one. Like he's legitimately crazy. I think in this movie at least he comes across as crazy. Just like the weird gags he – feels the need to constantly do and mm-hmm. just like the over the top nature of his character like the weird dj dancing in the trust in the museum oh. no in the museum oh that was so funny when like, they played party man yeah when they were like painting maybe crazy. the paintings maybe, maybe mobster is the right word because there's the there's three different ones they've kind of drawn uh, allusions to leto is like the psychopath ledger's joker is like the actual insane character and then uh, nicholson's character is more of the like mobster prankster um silver age joker mm-hmm. so that that's that's where i was kind of coming from for that maybe mm-hmm. i used the wrong words yeah i just i think it was fun yeah was De- oh yeah fun villain. <laughs> yes he's definitely not like uh out just for blood he's definitely out to have a good time mm-hmm. like he was just doing it because he could what were you gonna exactly say? Girls just want to have fun, okay. you know. <laughs> it's what you thought I was gonna say. Yeah. Jokers just want to have fun. That's Jokers right. Jokers just want to have fun. Yeah. So I don't. Know, I think. I think it was. He was. He was very villain. I think Nicholson's portrayal was good. Very, very good. Yeah. The whole time I was rooting for the Joker mm-hmm. because I didn't care about anyone else. Because you hated Michael I hated Keaton. The, I hate Michael Keaton's so boring. This. The, I think the the next one's why it's a little bit more interesting. Although it didn't do nearly as well, is because there was. You didn't establish, they didn't establish the character very well in this film, mm-hmm. as oh. first Batman, Batman goes. Like he was kind of like a like an empty vessel that you. This kind was of... a movie about the Joker. This was not oh, a movie yeah. about Batman. Yeah, yeah, and um, it's sad that he died. In the end, yeah, like Joker died because yeah. it would have been cool to have the reoccurring Joker. But in the next one, you get Danny DeVito as the Penguin. So Danny DeVito as Danny DeVito. Yeah, <laughs> where's the problem? There is no problem. The, the entire premise is the problem. I mean, you, you unfortunately also get Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman, so... Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. Because okay. yeah. Nicole Kidman's Poison Ivy, right? Yes, in yeah. the the classic Batman and Robin. That's the one I've seen, no, then. Uma Thurman's Poison Ivy in that Oh, one. maybe right. Yes. Oh, I think Nicole Kidman is... She's Poison Ivy in... She's the, she's in the Val Kilmer one, but I don't know what she's she's just listed as some doctor. Oh, so maybe oh she's she's, like, uh, she's Freeze's wife, I think. Oh, uh, okay. But Doctor uh, Freeze isn't in that one, so I don't know why they did that. Batman and Robin, hold on. Batman and Robin, uh, let me see that one. Batman and Robin has Mister Freeze, Poison yep. Ivy, and Bane. Oh, she's just a damsel damsel in distress. Yeah, I was like, I think she's okay. just a doctor. She's just right. nothing. Yeah. yeah, she's she's the the nobody character that facilitates the the plot of the movie yeah it's funny as uh, looking at the the earnings of each film it goes from like you know the crazy amount of the first one and then it's like maybe three the two two and a half times return and then this film was 
barely three times. So it's interesting to see it kind of like as like a roller coaster of earning potential, even though they completely change up the formula for characters each time. Yeah, I don't know why they went this route. Like, it seems like such a weird decision to just like, oh, we don't want to keep the same Batman. Let's keep changing it so people are not invested in the character, even though we're making four movies of Batman. Like, I don't know why it took him so long to realize like, oh, you make one actor the character and then people care about the character because they get way more in-depth with it and can portray him on a different level, you know? But Ben Affleck's Batman now. No, he's not. No, not anymore. He's gone. He's yeah. out. He's in. <laughs> so he's it out. Does, it doesn't even matter. Do you think Joker deserves to be higher on the list? Because I think he's in like the 30s or 40s. I uh, mean, yeah, because he, he, I think he killed a lot of people. Yeah, he definitely did. Killed a lot of people. Try He poisoned he's 45. the city. Yeah. yeah he's, I feel like he did more villainous things than... I think the problem is it's very campy and like yeah. comic booky, and it's not taken nearly as seriously as, say, you know... You know, Hannibal, know. Lecter. Hannibal Lecter, or let's see, he was above him. Oh, Joan Crawford and Mommy Dearest, or uh, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, is it just Mosul? because he's not like devious and he's not like an evil he's character? Not it's just calculating and yeah, he's just insane. Like he's ah, just, I'm the Joker. He's, he's, he's just a wild and crazy guy. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think it's just it, it's different level of silliness. It's not take, it's not serious enough. Yeah, I guess yeah, that, that. The other villains are more... AFI people are very artsy. And They're snobby. Snobby, yeah. It's a comic yeah. book. We'll throw them in there for posterity. Yeah, yeah I think it's, it's just it's a habit. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm. he should be higher, but definitely... I wouldn't put him in, like, top 20, but he's he should be higher than 45, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. The betrayal yeah, is great, yeah. and he killed a lot of fucking people. Yeah. But interesting movie. I'll probably never watch it again. I was kind How of bored you? for a lot of it it was like a two-hour movie it did it not need to be that long. long fuck but it happened we did it <laughs> anything joker. else anything else we want to say about joker joker's pref- a great villain throughout all batman adaptations i feel like have you have you seen suicide squad though no fuck that so you can't say hey, that you're right i don't count that you have to it won an oscar <laughs> oh fuck that's so terrible okay so okay in defense of what I was saying earlier about the three Jokers, I think the biggest problem with Suicide Squad and the Joker in that film is they don't dedicate enough time to actually develop that character. It's yeah. just like, he's here, he does some shit, okay, see you later, okay, he's it back just again. just for marketing. Exactly. You get a hot take on a, a Joker, and then it's just like, you don't talk about him at all. Was he like, I've never seen Suicide Squad, how much was he in the movie? Not like even minutes. like 20 minutes. Really? Yeah. He's not in the movie that much. He was the marketing for this. Exactly. Movie, That's why people were so. I'm personally frustrated. I think the Joker's a fun character, and they yeah. kind of shit on him and released a very bad cut. The theory is that the movie was cut way differently, and that's why there's a lot of. If you ever watch it, you might notice some weird like plotness. Um, they say it was cut a lot differently, where the Joker was heavily influenced in the film, and then they cut it due to tone. Yeah, I think they had like several recuts and like reshoots of that movie, like up to months before it was supposed to be released like yeah that movie was super butchered that's why it turned out as mediocre as it did but it won an oscar yeah yeah i mean let's be real here it's an oscar for the makeup and and hairstyling yeah like yeah they Um, worked hard they they, they, probably deserved it they did they did work hard it was a very pretty film support your movie makeup and costuming departments support your local spca I guess that'll do it for <laughs> this week. Um, I was very angry today. I know it's the hangover. It's got you fired up. You're mad at the world. <laughs> do you want to talk? You want to talk about more about Harry Potter world? Oh, sorry, uh, <laughs> the Wizarding World. No. Harry Potter world. I'm so angry. So that'll do it again for this week. <laughs> Thanks for enjoying us. We'll be back next week. I know the Golden Globe nomination just came out. I wanted to talk about that, but our list was pretty stacked so i didn't want to drag this out much longer so maybe at the top of next week you might touch on it because next week we're doing the awards oh yeah that's next week yeah are you still playing chess yeah who's winning yes what no 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 i don't want that (laughs) no take it back (laughs) no (laughs) ah it's bullshit (laughs) next time i'm denied (laughs) you i'm I'm surrendering fuck this (laughs) Okay. Hey, I won chess. <laughs> that was bullshit. What'd you do? No, I messed up and I didn't want to move, and so I took a tick back and 
the take back I took is so I could take his rook. <laughs> because funny. as soon as I moved, I realized it. And so he let me take the take back without realizing that's what was going to happen. Oh, oh. Rip. That's funny. Rip. So I won chess. So yeah, next week we're doing awards talk. So we're going to be going over all our favorite media of the year Ooh. and ending out the year with that because we'll probably take a week off or so of the podcast for the holidays. Yay, holidays. So strap in for that. That'll probably be a long one. Uh, make sure you go to our Twitter, chess underscore talk. Send us uh, any movie suggestions at chesstalkpodcast at gmail.com. If you have any sort of top movies, video games, albums yeah, of the year. Yeah, what were your favorite things that yeah, came out? Tell us year. your favorite things so we can mention them on the show or look into them and enjoy content you enjoy probably we'll be probably. back next week see you later guys Bye bye